0: Good morning, church. Good morning. And happy Mother's Day once again. You can never, you can't reiterate that enough times. It's Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. So it's you guys are doing amazing work. I've been finding out firsthand that I cannot do what my wife does. So, thank you, Furl. Thank you. Uh, a little side note, little joke. My wife. Um, every time she. Oh every time my wife is like, oh, you know, you can wash the kids. I said, easy wash the kids. I get the kids, just go, do whatever, go, go, go. She's like, yeah. I say, it's easy. You So then um my wife will go out. But when my wife is gone, half the time I'm calling her. So she's still there. You know what I mean? I'm calling her. I say, hey, where's this? Hey, where's that? Hey, where's this? Okay, where's that? Okay, you know what? What time are you coming home? <laughs> I'm sorry. I always put that on her. and But hey, I, I, like, like I said, I cannot do it. My wife does. And um, I just want to a special blessing to all the mothers out there. You guys do amazing work. And you guys, um, yeah, anyways, I'll leave it at that. So good morning, church. Today's message is going to be um, salt and light. So we're going to be reading from Matthew 5. Um, 13 to 16. And I'll start it off right there. So, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its salt- saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So this is um, uh, part of uh, Jesus' message on the mount. So Jesus, or sermon on the mount. So Jesus gave, a he gave like multiple, multiple messages um, one day. But uh, this is just an excerpt from it. So that's Jesus speaking to, the, to his um, followers. Um, so what are the uses? Why did Jesus use salt? Why, was, why, why is it so important? Why, why did Jesus use salt in his example? So we'll talk about salt, also known as sodium chloride. It's used for tanning, dyeing, bleaching, and the production of pottery, soap, chlorine. It's used as a preservative, disinfectant. It's a cleaner, deodorizer, mouthwash, and it's also used as currency back in the day. So back in the day, salt was so important that that people would use salt as currency while trading commodities. That's how important salt was. It was essential for life. And as uh, science grows, we know how important it is for us. But... um. So the the Latin word sal means salt. And the funny thing is, we get paid a salary. We get paid a salary, and it comes, basically it's derived from being salt, being used as currency back in the old day. So I thought that was kind of a nice little tidbit. So um, next slide. So now we're going to talk about salt in the body. So not only was salt important in, in, you know, as a preservative, as a disinfectant, and all these things to make other things. But we're going to talk about salt in the body. Salt is, in the body is essential for nutrient, is an essential nutrient, but it's something that the body cannot produce itself. The body needs salt, but it cannot produce it itself. So it has to be um, consumed or, t- or taken. Transport, it transports oxygen and nutrients throughout the body, maintains fluid balance in the body. It enables the transmission of nerve impulses. It regulates the electrical charges moving in and out of the cells. controls your taste, smell, contraction of muscles, including the heart. Low sodium, slow, um, low sodium can, slows the, um, can actually slow the brain activity. And too much, you know, you can get high blood pressure. That's just so, you know, the pros and cons of it. But it's extremely vital. You, you cannot survive without salt. It's, it's essential for you to just live. I'll give you an example. So when I first started um, working where I work, we had an agility test. The agility test was, was taxing. Bro. I mean, I was done, I, I, but I passed, and I was grateful. But I didn't think anything of it. I was just thinking, like, why is this agility test so difficult? Like, I was, bro, I was boss. Oh, I couldn't even stand. I was just breathing out and whatever. So anyways, my first day on the job, it's okay, you and these guys go up there and do that. So I get up there, and it's intense. I mean, it's bam, 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 bam. Non-stop, and you're just like... Ah! And you're just going. I mean, I mean, lifting heavy rods, buckles, just dragging chains, lifting chains, carrying chains. You're, you're torquing it down, just wrenching and torquing, and it's fast. And we had to do... Um, 10 valleys. This is the first valley, and I'm locked up. I'm cramped. Everything. My hands are like this. I go, brother, I'm cramped. That goes wrong. I go, I'm cramped. Like, I'm stuck like this. My hands, everything just, I cramped up. And one of the old timers, he look at me, come here, boy, come here. I go, oh, what's up, go. He goes, yeah, yeah, take this, bro. Salty, salty sea. Salty seed. He gave me salty seed. I put it in. I was like, ooh. But sure enough, instantly, my, the cramps started going away. Instantly, my cramps went away. He gave me salty seed, like lehim mui, but salty seed. So that's just an example of how important salt is in our body. That was just an example. So <clears throat> next slide. Now we're going to talk about light. So the second, the second um, from uh, what, number 14, it says you are the light of the world. So let's talk about light. Light allows us to see. I mean, if you can see, it allows us to see. It keeps us safe from walking into walls and not chopping off fingers. It allows you to see where you're going. Headlights, right? When you drive, brother, you try driving where there's no headlight, I mean, where there's no street lights or anything, bro, it's dark. Turn your headlights on, you're like, know, oh my gosh, I can see. You know where you're going. So, it prevents you from, uh, I'll give you another example of light. So, back in the army, we'd go jogging all over the place. Like, I don't know why, but the army loves to run. They go, come on, let's go running. So, we start running, huh? But you, they assign these guys called road guards. So, road guards, they're the guys with the safety vests and the flashlights. Because we would run early in the morning. Right? It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. That's when we go running. So the sun's not out. And we're going to run in trails, on the street. They just like to run all over the place. They're like gazelles. okay? So you get road guards. The road guards got their safety vests. And they have their safety light. Okay? They got their light. And the road guards, they got to run out in front. Because they're running. They're looking for any type of danger. They're using the light. They're looking for any type of danger or hazard <clears throat> for the rest of the pack. You know, you got 20 guys running behind them. They're out. They're scanning. They're looking. And as soon as they see something, boom, so they, they'll get there. Or they'll stop. You know, if they're crossing a street, they'll be like. And they'll stop the guys. and Everybody can run behind them. But they're, they're, they're the safety guys. And so that the other cars coming won't, won't crash into us because they can see the light. It's blocking. And then we'll run, and then they'll stop. And then what they'll do is they'll flash the light and they'll make a motion like this. So that as the body is running and we're all jogging, they're pointing out potholes or uneven terrain where you can possibly twist your ankle or you know, get get severely hurt. So they're going like this. So when we're running, we see that light. Okay, there's a pothole or there's something dangerous there, so avoid it. So without that light, (laughs) we wouldn't see the road guard and you probably wouldn't see the pothole And I would go home with a broken ankle Or a twisted ankle So it was used as uh, it, We used it as safety in the army um, That's just an example I'm giving you an example with the light But When you get home And it's dark What's the first thing you do? Alexa Lights Right? <laughs> oh you know more Alexa Okay then your hand Lights <laughs> But in my house, it's, Kyla, turn on the lights! (laughs) See what I mean? But you're turning on the lights, you gotta see. But why? I mean, sheesh. Seeing seeing allows you pleasure and everything, but primarily, seeing allows you to be safe. Light allows you to keep safe, stay out of trouble, stay out of harm's way, and 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 it provides a path. Light allows you to see, and it provides a path for you. Um... Uh, Yeah, next slide. So now we're going to talk about um, salt again. We're going to go back to salt. So we talked about how important salt is. And we talked about uh, what what salt does for the body. But it says... um, So it says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown and trampled underfoot. Now, I like to look at this and say, you are a Christian. You're you're the Christian of the earth. Okay? Salt has its function in the body. Salt has a primary, has so many functions within the body. It regulates your heartbeat. It regulates electricity in your body. you got electricity in your body. That's amazing. God's design is amazing. Who would have thought you got electricity in your body? But salt regulates electricity in the body. Salt is, is so vital in the body. I like to say um, that salt, when God says we're salt, we're Christians. We're Christians on earth. So we're extremely vital for God's body on earth. We're extremely, we're extremely vital for the function Of God's church, of God's bride on the earth, Jesus said, "Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel." That was his command. He says, "Go ye to all of his believers, all of his followers." He says, "You go out and spread the gospel. Tell everybody the good news. Tell everybody that I came and I died for them. Tell everybody what my sacrifice was, and that there's hope. They're not doomed. There's glory in heaven with me." He gave us a command. That's our job. So in order for the bride or the body of Christ to function properly, it needs salt. It needs you. The church isn't made up of animals. The church is made up of you. So we're the function. We're the function of the church. So how do you become, how do you get the church to function well? Part of of being an individual Christian is, from when I was young, I mean, bro, we, 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 went, we went to Sunday school. We learned the word. We learned the Bible. You learned the history. I mean, back to back. I memorized scriptures growing up. We went to competition, Bible class competitions. And who was bringing me? My mom. <laughs> My mom was bringing me. She's making sure we were at church. And it created a discipline. It created a discipline to the point where I'm 25 years old. I'm getting drunk at the bar. I'm boss, bro. I'm coming home at 4 in the morning, 3 in the morning, all drunk and just toasted. But I'll get up on Sunday and I'll go to church. Irregardless. Because my my mom, she she trained me. She created a discipline within me to go to church. And I still read my Bible even though I'm living in the world. I still read my Bible. I still studied the Word. I still studied books about the Bible. Because it was was instilled in me and I was taught. So as Christians you got to train yourselves. you got to get a discipline so that you're part of the function of the church. And in order for the church to function, it needs you, the salt, And that's, that's the bride of Christ. So now we're going to go to the next scripture. Oh, yeah. So action. The reason why I chose the word action is because you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives lights to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine. Shine, to me, is an action. To shine is an action. Before others, that they may see your good deeds. So your actions, your good deeds, and glorify your Father in heaven. Everybody heard the term, actions speak louder than words. Everybody heard that term. I mean, you say it so often, you hear it so often, you kind of, it kind of loses its, uh, its meaning. But in all honesty, you can learn so much about a person just by watching them. Just by watching them. Watch the same person every day at work. You learn a lot about the person. You can tell he likes to drink Diet Pepsi. And he prefers uh, plate lunch over cheeseburgers. Right? You can you can learn so much things about, about people just by observing them. When I was growing up, my adopted father, we we never re- we never really spoke. We honestly we didn't talk. But I learned responsibility just from watching him. I watched him every day. He'd get up at four in the morning, he'd clean the kennels, he'd go walking, he'd leave. And then he'll pick us up sometimes, he'd pick us up from practice. He'll come home and he'll do more chores. And then at the end of the day, he would relax. We didn't talk, but I watched him. And I learned. And it was just his actions. I learned from just his actions. People are going to learn about you just from, not necessarily talking with you, just from your actions. People are going to watch you. And they're going to they're know you, whether you're at work or with your friends or in a group of other people with a friend that you don't know them. People are going to learn who you are, what you do, by your actions. Now, you can learn a lot of somebody by what they say, but sometimes it's hollow. Guys, they just chirp, they just talk, but there's nothing there. There's there's, There's no essence there, they just talk. So I'll give you an example like, um... You get the guy at work, bro, where all he does is talk about how good he is at what we do. Right, you see me drive the machine, bro I, was, bro. I was moving, bro. You see me up there lashing. Nobody can lash as fast as me. Bro, you know what, I'm, bro? I'm the strongest guy over there. I lift this, I lift that, I can do everything. And then you work with him, you're like, bro, this guy, he's all talk. He's just waha. But you're just like, ah, whatever. Now they say, hey, Mike, you got to work with the kind today. Ugh, I don't like work with that guy, right? Because you all talk. And then you get the other guy. Where you just watch him, he don't say one word to anybody. He just works. He works. He don't brag about anything. He doesn't do anything. He just works. They go, Mike, you working with him today? I go, yes. I want to work with that guy. I want to work with that guy. Because his actions speak louder than his words. His actions was, is like a light for me. Like I'm drawn to that guy. I like working with that guy. I'm drawn to him. You know what I mean? And then you get this guy. You get the guy who's super good at what he does at work. This guy, can, this guy can, he can outperform everybody at work. But then he judges everybody else that cannot work like him. He works the hardest guy, but he's always like, look at him, he's lazy. I look, right? he can't even lift that. Oh, look at that. He's so slow. But he doesn't brag about how good he is, he's just judging everybody else. They say, Mike, you work with him today. I said, Oh my gosh, I don't like work with this guy. So actions speak louder than words. It says a lot about people. So you being the salt of the earth, you being the salt, the body of Christ, the function. You gotta watch it. You gotta train in your discipline. You gotta learn your word. You gotta pray. Prayer is so important in your life because that's your communication with God. It, allow, it opens your soul up. It opens yourself up to, to receive God. So you got to get that. Get that discipline in your actions. Your actions got to reflect who you are, what you train for, what your discipline is. Do you love God? Let your actions show that you love God. Let your actions show that you're going to help a brother. You're going to help a friend. So like me, at work. I don't go telling everybody I'm a Christian. I pray. I don't tell anybody that. I honestly don't, but I'll listen to Christian music if I, you know, if I get my radio, then I'll go, what is that? i was 95.5. Okay. But I listen to it. I pump it, bro. I bring in one radio, and I bring it in my machine, and I crank it, bro. Everybody can hear my 95.5, or I'll watch YouTube and just watch Hillsong and stuff like that. But I don't go telling everybody I'm a Christian. And me, I swear at work. I mean, I'm like another guy. I mean, my tongue gets run away sometimes. And I got to put myself in check, and I got to remember who I am. But people know, but I'm, but, I'm, but I'm nice. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I try not to get mad at people. So when my other coworkers like, bro, Mike, you saw what the guy did? I'm like, ah, he's probably having a rough day. I heard he's fighting with his wife. Yeah, but no, bring that to work. Sometimes they just can't help it, man. It's just affecting them. So, yeah, give the guy a break. I try, I try to give the benefit of the doubt. My mom taught me that, give the benefit of the doubt because you don't know. Only God knows what they're going through. You don't know, so stop judging. So I try to be that guy. And now I'm going to give you an example. Um, This guy, Casey. This guy, Casey, I work hard. Like, I, I, I pride myself in working hard. I always try to be efficient, always try to do my best. I always try to put my best foot forward. And I because I, I try to think of it as I'm doing it not for glorification for myself, not to show you that I'm good, but I'm doing it unto God. And if I'm gonna do it unto God, I'm gonna do my best. Okay. So Casey comes over, he says, Hey Mike. I said, Rob, Casey's a big guy, bro. But Casey's about six foot four, ex um, UH football player. Hey Mike. I said, saw, this, bro. He goes. Hey, what? You Christian? Eh? I said, yeah, he goes. He was, hey, you know my nephew? My nephew's sick. He was, can you pray with me? I was shocked. But he sought me out. He sought me out because I was a light. He sought me out for prayer because my function, my discipline. I'm not bragging at all. I'm just saying I try to let it be my actions. I let, try to let it be my actions. And he saw my action. I became a light for him. And I said, okay, I'll pray with you, bro. So he we went right on the side, but in front of everybody. And not the kind, we're going to stand in front of everybody. Okay, bro, let's play. No, no, we went on the side, but people can see us praying. And, I, and we, we, we prayed, bro. We prayed for the nephew. And then after that, you know, whatever, month, a couple months go by like that. Hey, Mike, yeah? She was doing with Casey on the side. A couple months later, bro, finally somebody, because nobody like, asked, right? What she's doing? I was praying with Casey. His nephew he was sick. He goes, oh, hey, oh, I never know you, you, you pray like that. I said, oh, yeah, I mean. He goes, hey, I just received Christ. So I'm going to go get baptized this coming Sunday. Can you come to my baptism? I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, I'll be at your baptism. So me and my wife, we went to his baptism, now, every time we had at church, he goes, hey, Mike, you're at Purpose Driven Light? I said, oh, yeah. He goes, bro, I see on this chapter. He said, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, we can like, talk about him. I said, yeah, I can, can. We talk about it. But see, and then now Shane knows that Kevin's a Christian. And so now Shane and Kevin, they're doing stuff with, with, with other people at work. And now these little, these little groups are being formed at work. They're having their own, like, Ohana groups. But they'll just get together when, when we got some downtime at work. Their function, their discipline becomes, it translates into the rest of their life and they become a light. Their actions, their actions become a light for others to see. And you become a witness. Yeah, so, I'm going to um, wrap it up, but uh, next slide. So, sometimes, I'm going to give you a, one more example. Sometimes people have a bad past. And they're embarrassed about their past. They're embarrassed about the bad deeds they did. Sometimes there are the guys that go like this. They go, "Bruh, I'm so bad. God cannot fo- God not gonna forgive me. I've been so bad, God cannot forgive me. And then they come across somebody else that said, I thought God wouldn't forgive me, but I received Christ, and now I'm a new person. Now I'm saved in Jesus Christ, and my my sin is washed away now. Brother, you're not lost. I had a saint similar past to you. That person now became a light for that person. Don't be ashamed of your past when you have Christ. Don't be ashamed of your past. Everybody has a past, whether it's a good past, bad past, whatever your past. If you have Christ now, you're saved. Christ is all you need now, but you still got to practice your discipline of of praying, studying the Bible, fellowshipping with other brothers. Because we lift each other up. We encourage each other. You try to roll solo as a Christian, it gets rough, bro. But when you have your brother to back you up or your sister to back you up, it gets better. But now you got a bad past, but you can see somebody else that had a bad past that's, crit- that's saved. That's a light for that person now. And I want you to, I want you to leave, with, leave you with this. On all the coasts, entire, across the entire world, all the coasts, you got lighthouses. You got a lighthouse. That lighthouse, I mean, you guys know what the lighthouse is used for, right? Bro, guys are out, out at sea or they're in the water. Sometimes they don't know where they're at, bro. Sometimes they lose the navigation. All oh, right, no more stars. You cannot navigate with the stars because get the clouds. Sometimes their GPS or their navigational stuff broke. Bro- they feel lost. Sometimes it's so dark, and you're in a storm, you feel lost. They feel doom and gloom. Feel like there's no hope. But then when they see that lighthouse, boom, there's hope. There's hope right there. Lighthouse, everybody, lighthouse, sure, sure. There's, there's hope now. Now they're like, okay, we're going to live. We're going to make it. We're, gonna, we're not going to die out at, out at sea. Be the light. Let your actions be that light for somebody else. Be the light, bro. Let your actions be the light so that others will know who Christ is through your deeds. You are the salt of the earth. You're the function. You're the Christian of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? That one passage, I'm going to go back, I'm going to go on this. As Christians, we know that we backslide. But we're not saved through our deeds. We're not saved through our deeds. We're saved through God's grace. His unmerited favor. We're saved because of his love. So, if you lose your saltiness... You can get it back. You just got to get back into prayer. You got to get back with God. And you won't be thrown out and trampled on. So God will use you. You're the Christian of the earth. You're the salt. You're the function of the earth. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead they put it on its stand. If, if, If I'm a... If I train in a certain discipline... Like, let's say I box, and I want to get better, and I train it every single day. And then I'm 19, or I'm 20, and the, the trainers go, brah, I want you in golden gloves. You think I'm going to say no? Nah. No way, I'm going to say, yeah, let's go, golden gloves, we're going. And then if I win golden gloves, and they say, hey, boo, you got to seek to the kind, to the, um, the um, Olympic trials. you single going to say, no? Ah, nah, I don't like go Olympic trials. I'm going to say, yeah, okay. Because that's my training. That's my discipline. That's everything I've been, that's my function. I've been training for that. So I'm going to go. If you're a Christian, and you love God, and you serve God, and you read your Bible, and you want to be a witness for others, brother, get out there. You don't got to, you're not going to go, um, you're going to give, you're not going to put it under a bowl. No, you're going to let your light shine. But it doesn't mean you go out and start standing on the street and evangelizing to everybody. No, just through your life, the way you raise your children, the way you fellowship with with co the way you fellowship with friends. Be that light. You'll be the light and your actions and your deeds will speak louder than words and it'll glorify your father in heaven. Be the lighthouse for that ship in distress. Happy Mother's Day.